mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Y'all, you made it to the last installment of our holiday you did. Uh, crossover with Watch What Crappens. And if you're still listening, do you hate yourself? <laughs> You actually watched that movie. Are you tired of fucking your husband and now you're just in a corner eating a carrot like Natalie right now <laughs> listening to this? I just will eat my carrot in the corner. <laughs> um, no, I will, I will say the movie was terrible, but we had such a good time on this crossover. We did. We did. You got, we're, you're about to listen to the third part, as Poodle said, the third installment and the last the installment. The last installment. Of our 90 gay Crappens sure. crossover. I think I did it Crap right. Over. This Crap over. This is with the fellas from Watch What Crappens, Ben and Ronnie. Uh, we, we've we said it before. We'll say it again. No one covers Bravo and Housewives better than these yeah. two queens. They're hilarious. We love them. If you like Housewives, Below Deck, Summer House, uh, all the Bravo garbage. All the Bravo <laughs> garbage they watch for your pleasure. Right. So, so you don't have to. We love them very much, and this was years in the making. So we just want to we want to thank them so much for. Um, we know that they're busy and to making time out and doing this. Now, if you're on the Patreon, you can watch this on a video. We did this on a video, and you can watch us, and you can see Poodle laugh, and you can see me. You can see me check my phone. Yeah, <laughs> you can see me. Um, you can see me get a text from my brother saying. Dad Our dad shit just himself. shit in the bed everywhere because this it was during this episode when this Mount Vaasius happened. This was when the river of shit happens. River of shit just went everywhere. Matt is just bubbling. It's river like a, of shit, like a goddamn crude oil out my ass. <laughs> but I didn't struck gold though. I struck shit. <laughs> anyway, not all this work, but that's okay. <laughs> well, that's my dad. Um, so. <laughs> So think about that while you're watching. <laughs> that what he was experiencing the, yes, while I, you were talking about going, Emma Roberts. Yes, yes, exactly. So and her, <laughs> and her dress like the tech person from every CSI. From every CSI. <laughs> anyway, y'all. Uh, so we had a ball. We plan on doing this again. Uh, ben Ben told us it was one of the most probably the most enjoyable crossover. That touched he's my ever. heart. It really did. So, because they've been doing this for a long time, and we respect them so much. And then so I touched myself. Gross. On that note, y'all, enjoy the third part, and we'll see you around the bend. See ya! Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? 
Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do, 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 do. Exciting and new. Go online. Mm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, poodle? To love. <laughs> it's 90 day gate. Let's love. So, okay, so. Um, so uh, speaking of speaking of people who can't speak English, Luke walks in with his girlfriend, and Luke is also fine. Like it's all the yeah, guys that he has all in their life really are fine. He's gorgeous and, with his glasses, and they have this like really annoying. Like, of course, the girlfriend's supposed to be terrible because we're supposed to hate her, even though I don't know why we should hate her. But um, she's like, "Oh, Luke, taste this cake pop," and they have like this really annoying like sound effect of like whatever yeah. he like makes it. I'm like, it was gross. She goes, right. they actually, they actually an orgasm, right? <laughs> they actually give her the accessory of a fucking lollipop. <laughs> they give it to her. Like, she was like yes. a teenage Lolita, like, look at this, look at me, I'm sexy. This is yeah. But she actually does have a funny line because um, Sloane has like a basket full of chocolates, and she's like, she asks her like, "Oh, where are the um like that? Where's like the the dark chocolate?" And Sloane's like, "Oh, I don't work here." She's, "Oh, I thought you were stocking the shelves." <laughs> <laughs> she it was pretty funny. She also has another really this. She had to do some heavy lifting because she had so. He, she says he's amazing in bed and blah 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 and you know what? I bet you you missed that because like he's like the Terminator, but I'm the one who's always coming. <laughs> and I was like, okay, you kind of did that well. Someone, <laughs> someone has used that like drinking at a bar forever. And she's like, well, how am I going to say this movie? But again, producers fucked things up when they're like, she wrote, he probably wrote, Luke says, oh, this is, you know, Sloan, we used to be fuck buddies. And the producer's like, we can't say that. We can't say that. What do we say, kids, today? Lovers. That's what we say. <laughs> it's his lover. I, this is the white it, film. Who says Ain't that? <laughs> this is a so, white cell. This <laughs> a white cell. This is classic. This is a classy cell. white cell. So, this is a long white cell movie. <laughs> <laughs> so then Jackson is walking by because he's in the mall again. And of course he is, he's walking by here. I think he's homeless if we hadn't seen his apartment when he heard his finger. <laughs> also, he's like creeping on underage girls at the mall. Like, let's yeah, call it what creepy. it is. If you saw your 45 year old friend walking in the mall every time you were there, there, wouldn't you be a little worried? Yeah, because yeah. he's like your hot history teacher. That's what he, he really is. is. Yeah, wow, that is actually very hot. So, um, so he sees her in the store, and this is like one of those rom com things that only happens in rom coms. Mm-hmm. He immediately figures out what exactly is happening. <laughs> immediately knows that that's Luke, and that's like, um, Felicity, the girlfriend. Important to know her name, and uh, and so he just like rushes in. And he's like, "Hi." girlfriend sloan are you excited for a valentine's day date i was like how did he fucking know that could have been like a guy that she was interested in and his sister and he even even does the husbandy thing by saying i thought you were gonna meet me in the brookstone (laughs) (laughs) 
you guys are there. It's a very busy Brookstone at this mall. Adorable that they think that Brookstone is still in business, by the way. <laughs> oh, well, our folks go around. Detail now. True. Um, uh, so Felicity's like into him. So she's like licking her lollipop like <laughs> at him because, you know, he's hot. And so Jackson's, Jackson's like, you're so beautiful, baby. Are we done here? Oh, I have big plans for you and Victoria's Secret. <laughs> gonna buy you some sexy lingerie yes yeah. so then they walk away and then he goes bye felicia <laughs> i was like oh my god i just head. got that i knew that was I coming i'm just taking a hammer to my dvr at this point <laughs> again i was 1994, so disappointed i was so disappointed <laughs> tiffany paulson at that moment I know, but also you're so funny for still having a DVR. <laughs> I actually don't. I actually don't. I should have said Apple TV. I have a TiVo. I love it. You're like, I loved Holiday. I'm recording it on the DVR. <laughs> I'm going to keep it for 60 days minimum. After uh, they're, they, she's basically talking with him and they're like walking away. And she's pissed that she he would even take. He can't believe you would say that to me. And she's like, I can't believe that he's with that girl. Blah, blah, blah. She's like, give me something. I need something. And she tastes the green juice. She's like, what is this? I only put garbage in my body. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I'm so skinny. Yeah. Um, And so, and then he, she she tries to like, um, she tries to feed him some chocolate. And he's like, oh, I'm a professional athlete. All of a sudden. She's like, fuck you. Eat the chocolate. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, that is not a sport. It's like, how dare you? (laughs) So then um, she starts calling him a pussy, and he's like, I don't like when girls say that. Again, I was like, this was written by a woman. You know, a lot of this, like, even recapping it, I'm like, oh, we're going to get in trouble for saying that. And I'm like, but it's in the movie. It's in the movie, yeah. Wasn't us. So then, then she's like, well, you are a pussy. Ah. And he's like, well, if you, if I was such a pussy, you'd still be stuck in that store talking to a very hot man and his trampy girlfriend. She's uh-huh. like, oh, you're right. I am a piece of shit. She's like, you're right. And I do owe you for that because you did save me. And he's like, I'll take my hand job in the parking lot. She's like, what are you, 12? And he's like, you gave hand jobs at 12? <laughs> <laughs> so then it gets creepy. Yeah, what do you do at a sixth grade dance? That's what I was like. That made that was the only thing that tracked I mean, in this movie. You should what? have seen Lester's eyes. I'm really <laughs> I'm Lester never had it How did he get her into his car? I couldn't figure that out. Maybe I missed it. Question. That's a good question. Maybe she she probably didn't drive there on her own. She probably took an Uber. Maybe. Well, and she was like, they're eating the bourbon truffles, probably one in the mall, and then he got tipsy. Again, they made a big deal that he wasn't going to eat them, and then they didn't really show us convincing him. They just cut to the car where we think, y'all, spoiler alert, it looks like uh uh-oh, she's giving him a hand. Oh, no. But yeah. they're just eating truffles really aggressively. I don't understand it. I'm like in secret. Yeah. Well, Question: Why would why would you give away the really good hand job joke if you just it would have been even a bigger surprise if you hadn't mentioned it in the fucking mall? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Be like, like tease it like I could give you something, and then like yeah. it's like oh this is get real edgy, and then it's like, the oh. joke. All right. 
But listen, like, listen, Morty, they're not gonna get it. Kids today, they get everything quick and you tear. Say, they don't get it. A, you get a hand jobs at twelve because that's comedy. There's no subtext here. Who's on first? You, Who cares? This way, you're the white cell boss. Also, so when when the camera is like sort of panning around and we see sort of through the rear view uh, window and we see her head is like bobbing in like his general area. Why is she eating? Why is she having so much trouble getting those chocolates out of the box? And why is it on his lap? Like, it's all sorts of like, it's It's very strange. And it's so people in movies who don't really eat, who have to have eating scenes, how they eat when they're like, they take a bite and they're "Mm." So I was walking to town today, and their mouths are like their whole faces are going crazy because they don't eat. Oh my god, that is it. They're so you can tell people they're eating and talking. It's like they're yeah. Also, no you. one acts like that with like little chocolates. I'm sorry, I'm a chocoholic, and whenever you have like a little chocolate out of like a box, or whatever that comes with the wrapper, they're always nice. But I have never been like, oh yeah. <laughs> it's like you do that with like a Kit Kat or Snickers, but those chocolates are like. This is good, but why did I pay $45 for this? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, and she's like, oh my God, that was so good. Do you want to smoke? And he's like, you smoke? And she's like, I'm not a good person yet. Okay. I'm still single. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Later in the movie, when I become a good person by getting a boyfriend, I'll quit smoking and stop I'll eating. I'll quit smoking then. So then he's like, well, why didn't you call me for Valentine's Day? And she's like, I was just embarrassed because. I was hoping that things would have changed by now, but they didn't. So therefore I'm going to go back into my cocoon and go back. And like, I was hoping for a romance in my life, but I realized that's not going to happen. So, um, you know, like seven times in this movie. It's really <laughs> frustrating. <laughs> and now is. this is when he tells his story, right? Cause I kind of zoned out during his story. So can you yeah. guys tell yeah. me what he said, why yeah. he's tortured? I didn't he, tell you. Well, he was, she was saying, he was saying, uh, listen, the small holidays are the worst, you know? I mean, I spent Earth Day chained to an annoying girl in a tree. So let's make it official that every holiday from now on, which is so funny because it's actually the word holiday plus a date put together, <laughs> will come together. And then and then she's like, sure. She's like, sure. But doesn't, yeah. doesn't, is this not the scene where he, like, says why he, like... I don't no, know, like, you're, oh, you're thinking of his... Down the line. He's yes. a man, so he can't put his walls down until he like the eleven o'clock. Then don't yeah. have yes, and oh, you're talking I about thought... his monologue, his monologue yeah, that happens thought... later. Yeah, because I know he had like a thing where he talked about why he doesn't like yeah. being committed. That was the right? monologue that Frances Fisher was supposed to have when she agreed to be the film. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm so yeah. sorry, everyone. I'm yeah. so uh, sorry, Francis. Yeah. We've taken away your monologue. <laughs> we need for the hot guy to say did something. I say, did I say Frances McDormand? That would be good. She would have been great in this. Wow. <laughs> that would have electrified yeah. the entire movie. Yeah, especially yeah. if she was like a oh, nun. She would have just yelled at him. This she, should, like, she should have played this role, for sure. She would have yelled at Jackson and then stapled his finger to a piece of paper. Francis <laughs> McDormand would have asked for script changes. <laughs> like crazy changes. Like it actually Imagine would have ended up being a lesbian rom-com. Yes. Oh, Imagine God. if she were playing the role of Sloan. That would have been just like a just yeah, very like, angry woman. She would have been amazing. Okay, so now it's St. Patrick's Day, guys. And... Um, <laughs> Sloan is still smoking and single, which means she's an alcoholic with other guys because guys mm-hmm. think she's cool, so she's a cool girl. She's a cool cool girl. girl. Yeah. yeah. So they're all chanting, Sloan, 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 while she chugs. 
And they're and, and it is, and they're, but they're is actually holidaying together. This is their first, first holiday. Proper, yeah, proper mm-hmm. holidaying. If you've read um, Save the Cat, this is when we get into the fun and games portion of the script. Yes. So, um, <laughs> so now, like, we're in Chicago. Chicago has a pretty big St. Patrick's Day culture. They turn the river green, and uh, one has to imagine that there are just tons and tons of pubs and bars having St. Patrick's Day celebrations, but who would have thought that her entire family would be in the same bar that she's in right now? <laughs> oh my God. I'm telling you, it's some codependent shit in this family. Either that yeah. or not a big casting budget. And yeah. they're just so on the nose. I love it. Cause they're like, listen, we need one guy to be so drunk that he just falls over from the shots. They're like, has to be a redhead guy. Cause it's St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're like, yes, Mr. White. So, yes, Mr. White. <laughs> That's true. Morty, find us that redhead. And this is when we do find out that we meet the brother, and he's like, oh, yeah, that's uh, that's that's Jackson. They're like, oh, who, how do you know Jackson? Oh, I he's my golf, he's my golf teacher. See, yeah. this movie would have gone so much better if he went, oh, um. We, we went to boarding school together, and then we find out that they're both. That's the movie I want to see. Well, and, and here's at this point, I, as a viewer, I'm thinking, okay, here's where the complications start to set in because now they have to pretend that they're in a real relationship for her family when they're not really in a real relationship, and they're trying to be holiday, and they like yeah. have to. Now they're forced to like. Oh, that's tension, Ben. Beyond, that's tension. Holidays. I'm like. There's things are gonna happen. Something's gonna happen. I don't know what it is, but now we're getting. It's like we're gonna blow no, the cover. No, no, no they, just, they just know each other. They're like, they're no, they, we just go on dates and don't date other people, but we're just holidating, and all the family is like, because you guys, if your loved one or friend told you that, you'd be like, huh? And they're all kind of <laughs> like, cool, let's drink. Sounds yeah. good to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you thought there might be like a raising of the stakes, like they might like no. Say, I, like how, start a ruse because yeah. I, no, I thought they were going to play it up too like oh we're dating and so you could be my fake boyfriend for every holiday I'm with my parents it's not that <laughs> it's just yeah. a random guy who comes to all of her family things <laughs> yeah, I know so uh, this is where we get the uh, information that the new that the uh, fiance doesn't really know anything about little brother at all because she's like you play golf and he's like yeah ever since you've known me and then we get big sister who's there too and um she's talking about her husband i guess and That's how Abby, like, yeah yeah she's Abby. like oh my god like being a mom and you go out whenever you can wendy what's her face role uh when not wendy malik wendy uh from reno 911 like oh, yeah. oh i know which i know who you're talking about um and covey McClendon, yeah, this these two subplots were so soft pedaled. I barely knew they were there. Yeah, they were, it was. It was, <laughs> it was like he didn't. She doesn't know his fiance doesn't know him, and then the 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 adultery at the end <laughs> when she actually kisses someone else is <laughs> soft pedaled. <laughs> like, I didn't realize they were actually having marital problems. I, mean, I just I, thought I, that she was just like overwhelmed with children. I thought everything was very sad. Like this, as soon as he said, I don't really know my fiance, I was like, that's extraordinarily sad. (laughs) But like, it was so glossed over. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. We'll come back to that. So then, um, so now we, now we're in Easter and we see this big Easter egg hunt happening. In your Easter bonnet. 
yeah. I will tell, I will say, we know exactly when we are. So kudos to that production manager. They did, they did a great <laughs> job. Told of us what time of year we were always in. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They literally said. Holidays, holidays were not included in this. Uh, we did not see any Rosh Hashanah or Yom no. Kippur. But that's okay. Sars. Mm. Sars. No, no Yom Kippur. No Purim. No Purim. No, no, no. <laughs> no Sukkot. And you know, celebrating on Sukkot. No, it's spot. And you know, because Jake, Jake could do it because Jake always leads the high holy days. He's done it for like three years uh, now. <laughs> he really has. He knows all of them. I I, I know all of them. All of them. <laughs> well, I got on the high holy days. So now we're in Easter, and um, so there's like this family brunch. Um, and apparently you just can't go to Easter brunch without a date. Cause that's like, <laughs> yeah, now I'm Jewish, but I did not know that like Easter brunch was like a big dating, like a show off your boyfriend or girlfriend. Dude, Easter, family. Jesus was so ashamed to be single on Easter that he like <laughs> left the tomb and nobody ever saw him again. Like he never showed his face again. And, he was like, I'm out. I, and Bye. I know. I know they were the, the last time, or Judas was like, Do we put the leaf in? Do we put the leaf in? <laughs> it seems like I'm it seems like I'm still confused over this, but like, what is the difference between going to a, your family's holiday by yourself or going with a guy who's your fake date? It, well, that's why I thought there'd be a ruse because yeah. it's like her family puts all this pressure on, so she's like. This is my boyfriend. Like it's my. It's like yeah. I thought that's where it was gonna be, I and love so that you guys are still confused. It's I'm... like an hour and forty minutes in, and you guys are like, "Wait a minute!" I'm confused at the fundamental principle of the movie, <laughs> and I think that like because it's like, is it because I don't want to be alone, or is it I want to get other people to shut up? Exactly, about it, and it, it kind of goes back and forth. It kind of yeah. goes back and forth, and I I will be honest, I was perplexed the entire movie by that. I kept being thrown. I'm like, wait, is it? it oh, wait, are they? I was. Yeah. I had really I had real problems. <laughs> I think it was just kind of their foreplay. That it's like two hot people want to bang, uh, but they want the other person to say it too first, right? Because both of them want yeah. the other person to say it first, and then they're just gonna play this goddamn game forever. Then they'll finally get together, and then you have to pretend that you don't know that they're fighting because they're gonna pretend that they're not fighting. But then they're gonna make the whole fucking holiday about them fighting and. You know, it's just one of those drama queen couples. Like, everyone knows you guys want to be together. Just do it. Stop putting us all through this on fucking St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. And so now we're here at Easter. And I'm thinking in my mind, the mom is, like, excited that she's bringing a guy back. And and he's hot. And he's a professional golfer. And at this point, I think the mom is now going to start parading this guy around. And now it's like, oh, shit. Now I'm, like, kind of, like, stuck with this guy because I have to, like, I hate him. But now my mom is, like, obsessed. If I stop dating him, my mom's going to be, like, forcing, like, this very hot doctor on me instead, you know? And like, but no, the mom's like, no, I don't approve of this guy. I, here's a doctor in a Easter bunny outfit. Yeah, here's Baruch, and he's in an Easter bunny outfit. Cause he was helping kids with cancer. Oh okay. my God. Oh, yeah, it's so weird with that. Oh, I, we're supposed to like, like Farouk is like bad because he's like the other guy, but he's actually like really good. That's never explained and never defined. <laughs> like half of this movie. It, no. Yeah, but you just kind of expect him to suck, but he's like awesome. But yeah. he, and he's great with kids. And even <laughs> even highlights is like, he's great with kids. Don't you want to date him? Because every woman should want to have children. <laughs> and he's also well, like they're a not worth anything. 
Yeah. And we should we should point out that Easter is not generally a time when people dress up, but Aunt Susan is still dressed as a Playboy bunny. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Aunt Susan shows up as a Playboy bunny. So good. Yeah. With um, her boobs overflowing the cups of yeah. her outfit. God, I love her. I love that everything to her is just another Broadway show. You know? I know. Like, I you do love Christmas channel. Yes. I mean, acting on Broadway and acting in film or television is a, it's the, it's the subtleties, you know, it's just, <laughs> and she's like, fuck that. You know, she just uh, goes up and does it like she's on a huge stage. Every I'm gonna do everything everywhere. Now they're sitting in this dollhouse. That's meta. They're sitting in a pretty little house talking to her niece and her niece walks away. And then he basically, she's kind of talking to, uh, they're, they're, they start to, I forget why, but they're talking about heartbreak or something. And then she says, oh, here's the monologue scene. Monologue. Yeah, yeah she says, I, she's I, like, I, women heart process heartbreak differently, you know, because you guys, it's like, I thought she was going to say, it's like men are from Mars and women are from Venus. Yeah, it, 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 any it moment. There. But yes, yeah. then we get to um. <clears throat> if this is a sorry, I'm choked from laughing. This is Jackson goes into what is a lot of people don't know this, but uh, this is a very famous monologue called the Panini monologue. Um, <laughs> if you go to monologues by Alfred Biz, you can get a copy of this to use for your audition. Well, just to let everybody right. know. But dot biz, if you go to monologues.com, you're gonna see porn. So yeah. just go to that piss. I love this someone so, bought that address just to show you for it. Yeah. Monologue. Theatrical. Okay, Mr. But yes, Ben, this is a Panini monologue. Have at it. Well, no, because so he also, by the way, gets very Australian here because when she's saying she's not ready to date someone else like the the doctor, he's like, What's it been? Almost like, yeah. I'm like, oh, <laughs> Australian. So he no, this is why I need to know from you guys, because I sort of zoned out that he was dating a girl and she was really he was she was really into him everything was great but then she just like left him and took the panini maker is that what it was it, it basically was, it, yeah she, yes. pretended, she pretended that she liked him like she was trying to be a cool girl to win him over and so she pretended like she liked his friends she liked his sports she loved backgammon and then she put all his stuff in the bathroom and hit bobby pins in strange places and played different sexual positions and then one day she changed the number and snuck out with my panini maker my panini maker <laughs> nothing about the mid sense okay so like yeah. the issue is that like was the issue that like she presented to be one person, but was actually a different type of person and then broke his heart. Or is it like that? He was, he fell for her and then she broke his heart. So now he's like afraid to like it, go further. It, I didn't understand the psychology of it and how it related it, to why it, he needed a holiday. Cause the issue is that this is the kind of writing dialogue writing that you just write to try to sound funny. That doesn't mean anything. And you're like, what's the last word I can say? What word sounds funny? Panini maker. <laughs> well, it, it originally was. It's the it, same it, thing with Lester and Urkel. You actually a comedy bit. If you go again to monologues.alfred.biz, you will see that the actual, uh, the actual, it was a KitchenAid mixer, but uh, <laughs> funny enough. Uh, we know. Money, put in that panini maker. They couldn't the say George Foreman bro on this. I didn't get the right. <laughs> but here's the thing. I love Morty's assistant. You know what this was? This I'm not gonna blame Tiffany, the screenwriter. Her name's Tiffany, right? Tiffany yeah. Paulson. I'm not gonna blame her because she probably had a thing that was like it originally was like he's a guy and he's just like shallow like that. And then a, an exec was like, We need him to be more grounded. We need him to <laughs> fine, I'll just wedge in this fucking monologue in here to make this, you know, like like Jody McBain from <laughs> 
Hollywood. Happy. There were so many, you guys, there I'm were sure so many rewrites of this script. So many rewrites. Yeah. So everyone um, had an opinion. Everyone. Everybody knows. I just looked at Anthony Paulson um, on IMDb. And uh, my concern is that she's never really been poor. Um, and she's writing for poor people. And guess where she's from? She's from a place called Kashmir. <laughs> I rest my fucking case, okay? I want to look up Tiffany Paulson also. She um, wrote the feature adaption of Nancy Drew for Warner Brothers, which I heard oh. so I haven't seen it yet. And she wrote the sequel to the classic Adventures in Babysitting. I did not know there was a sequel. I no, they were, they were going to do that with Raven, which they did not need to do. And Emma Roberts wasn't Nancy Drew. And wasn't she in Adventures in Babysitting too? Or no? Maybe she was. Um, she also was an actress. She was an actress. She was in Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight. Jason takes Manhattan. So there's a lot wow. of pedigree. Wow. What? Like, wait, like the Muppets? Jason uh, Friday Thirteenth. Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> I yeah, just mentioned Jason. Jason. Remember that part where Jason was like skating around on toast on a flat grill in the diner. Jason just wanted to have a wedding with Big Bird in attendance. I know. He just starts out singing on a log someday. I'll <laughs> kill them. Oh. So anyway, this is what my life is like, you guys. It's just non sequiturs yeah. constantly. Ours <laughs> too. I mean, look at us. We're all on IMDb two hours into this recap. <laughs> so now that we have now that we have uncovered um Jackson's hidden pain over a panini maker <laughs> that he paid for. That he paid for. That he paid um, for. Well, of course That's he paid for it. Thing to say. <laughs> um, what do you guys think when he says his sexual habits? What was it? What was his doors that he opened up? What was what was finger in his bat? I was gonna yeah. say that or she pegged him. Oh, I'm yeah. saying pegging, just like jajunk, 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 and he just cried. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, that got dark. <laughs> that got dark. He, it's he, like, she, he a fuck machine. It was something involving those bobby pins. <laughs> yes. So, uh, so now we're in Cinco de Mayo. And um, <laughs> this is where I screamed and threw my pad. Memorial Day. So, um, so it's Cinco de Mayo, and they're doing shots, you know. And she still wants to know if he's done anal. <laughs> she does that thing that like no one does in real life, which is says, "Hey, you never answered that question from the last scene that took place two months ago." <laughs> <laughs> which I actually that I kind of appreciated. He's still like drop it. Um, they're doing shots, and then. We get you guys to let us know that they're drinking tequila. They're going to make sure they play the tequila song (laughs) and then have bottles of tequila everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so then they're like talking about when was the last time you had sex? And he's like, um, I had sex. Uh, the Thursday, Thursday with a waitress that you never saw on from St. Patrick's day. And I was expecting a relationship. What? Wouldn't that yeah. be some kind of a relationship? Like, or, have or you a been having twist? sex with her? Yeah, a or something. Like, it's been a long time since then, and you're still calling the cocktail waitress from St. Patrick's Day? Yeah. Yeah. That's what if true. it was her sister? Yeah, because so, that would be two months later. Yeah. I watch a lot of mystery shows. Like, that's all I watch. So, everything I'm like, is she dead? <laughs> How many holidays does he have? Because there were a lot of holidays. Like we did not see Memorial Day. We did not no. see Arbor Day. We don't see. Um, well, there's MLK? a lot. Of, there's a lot MLK. of anti-war propaganda in this film. I'm surprised they gave us a Fourth of July. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we see Mother's Day later. 
no yes. Father's Day, yeah, which they could have made a moment on Father's Day been the where he could have been like, sweet, he could have comforted her. Nope. So uh, then they have then they have like a very then they have more mm-hmm. funny banter where he's like, he's like, Oh, I feel bad for your lack of a sex life. And then she's like, You're trying to get into my head, so then freak me out. So then we do have sex. But guess what? We're not gonna have sex, but I'm great in bed. I'm naturally gifted. Not that I want to have sex with you. Uh, yeah, because you don't even find me attractive. Remember <laughs> dialogue that just goes in circles, and you're like, please, for the love of God, fuck each other. I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah. And well, he's like, well, I know you're good in bed because you developed it in early age and gave hand jobs at 12. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. This, this is why I don't want to be in a relationship. Using shit like that against you at random times. Like, really? Yes. Is that against me at Cinco de Mayo right now? Yeah. But then there, there's yeah, a they do, they do have Yeah, they do have this drinking montage. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. And it's supposed to convince us that they get so wasted. Just shammered. Uh, to the point of with the, how it went on for so long that they both should be in a hospital for alcohol. <laughs> yeah, uh, you would think that. But instead they wake up in a like a beautifully golden lit room. Yeah. Uh, and she's wearing his Calvin Klein's, yeah. which was a nice call. I feel like there's a nice reference to Back to the Future. Like, yeah. wow, if only we could turn back the time on this situation. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, and uh, he's like, you're wearing my underwear, which is never really explained, by the way. No, it's, no. And, and again, that in case you forgot, it was the night before. There's a Cinco de Mayo doll on the fan. Thank you. Because <laughs> again, that, Zach like, Schneider. Yes. Get the set like, later in here. That, yeah, exactly. Um, so yes, the line that kind of took me out of this, it, it, she, so she's in his underwear and she's like, did we have sex? Oh no, did we have sex? And he's like, well, did we? And she's like, I don't know. And he's like, well, you should know I don't have a vagina. Like literally, I kind of wanted to say, is my jizz in your gooch? <laughs> it was just so out there. And I kind of went, whoa. Nothing dried on my leg. <laughs> yeah, that's what she said. She's like, nothing's dried on my I don't have any crust on my leg. Or like if she would have checked her button when like, oh, you're not experimental. You're like, just like, let's just go there and just make this softcore porn. Yeah, I, I know. Slightly disturbed. Um, so the, they conclude that they did not have sex. Penis. She's I like, don't... what about your penis? Doesn't your penis know if we had sex? And he's like, well, I'm tired. tired. <laughs> I, I, I was confused because I don't think it was, I think it's a mystery whether they ever had sex or not. And it should have been very important. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It didn't really lead to anything. It didn't like, it didn't, it didn't like raise the stakes on the relationship. It did not like bring them closer. It was just this weird moment of, I guess no. we didn't have sex. And I, for some reason I'm wearing your underwear and I'm on the floor. don't understand why. So, Let's never talk about it it again. Never talk about it again, and we'll never get any resolution. I thought it was leading to a baby or pregnancy. Yeah, like turn it into having a baby or whatever. They're just going to keep reminding us of better romantic comedies. Yeah, was going knocked knocked up. Instead, it's like we'll see you on Fourth of July. Also, no one had any birthdays. Uh, Talk about holidays. No one had any birthdays this entire movie. Those are more family things. That would be a birthday is like when you want to have a holiday, right? Yeah, yeah, it is kind of because if you are if you are uncomfortable being single, that is where you're like marking a year and whatever. You know what? We're just talking sensical. Now it's Mother's Day, and of course (laughs) she's there alone, and her mom's like, "Oh my god!" And he's there. He comes. (laughs) The one event that the entire family is not at is the one for the mother. That's, <laughs> that's the why she's so horrible. They just, they just went on Amazon and ordered a table leaf and left it at that. It's, 
And mom is like, she knows everything. And so she's like, Jackson, why are you going to waste my time? Why are you wasting my daughter's and time? And then, yeah. then she got, things got dark again, which I kind of related to because a lot of our listeners are on our podcast right now. I'm in Oklahoma because my dad has cancer, so he's fine. But we're doing chemo and all that. So which she, it kind of, this is the part of the movie that made me emotional because she just looked at me. She was like, when you have chemo, who's going to be there? Like, why did she just say, who's going to wipe your ass when you're married and age? Yeah, that's what she said. She was like, someone has to be legally bound to be there through chemo. And then she, goes, <laughs> she tells her daughter, she goes, you had bad genes and bald women don't get a lot of dates. It's like, oh, oh that's the worst time of the movie. Funny. I was like, I, I just both like, my hands. I was doubly, if I was like, it was, it was cool. <laughs> It's like it was trying to be edgy and like in your face, but it was like, cool. isn't it funny that mom's saying this? But I was like, mm, this is like uncomfortable because like I'm like afraid of cancer, and you just took me to that place. Yeah, because like, they've had cancer. It actually it reminded me yeah. I had to stop the movie actually to go wipe my dad's ass. So it really took me there. I feel like there are like other comical like versions of that that we could have gone to instead of like who like who's gonna be with you during chemo? How about like Who's going to be with you when you shit the bed when you've had food poisoning? Like, that's kind of yeah, funny. Yeah, the mom needed to be either all the way arrested development or like a good mom. She can't just like ride yeah. this middle ground. Because yeah. then, she goes, then she goes, listen, if you guys are just going to hang out, then just sleep with her. I mean, you guys have to try it. It's like escargot. <laughs> it, looks, yeah. it looks unappealing and it sounds unappealing, but then you put your mouth on it and, it, and sparks just fly. And I'm like, that was... <laughs> like coming from a horrible mother that would be good but coming from a good mother it's horrible you know yeah. like, that sounds like someone like trying to explain like cunnilingus to a young man like, yeah. <laughs> like escargot no, that, was white, that was a white cell rewrite he's like Cause how many times you've had to tell it to a son hey I try the escargot your mother and I took you to a fancy restaurant I know it looks gross but put it in your mouth you're gonna like it yeah, escargot. Like, what? When was the last time you ever even heard that term? Okay, so, 1992. Urkel. 80s, so, 90s. Urkel. Um, so she's like, "Did you just compare sex to me with eating slugs?" I'm also like, "Yeah." She also called you unappealing, <laughs> looking and sounding. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That you would have cancer. So, so they um, leave her, which I loved. Her whole family hates. Her whole family is like, it's sad you're single. I guess, I guess we, we're stuck with you. The yeah. terrible daughter who's always alone. Always alone. Yeah. So now it's like 4th of July and it's like fireworks and stuff like that. And so this is all completely unclear what's happening with this holiday because no. a bunch of them are like piling into a minivan because they're going to be going on a girl's trip. And um, and we know it's a girl's trip because Aunt Susan has brought some weird dude who's like sitting in the back seat and Liz does not want to sit next to him. No. They're like, no, like, like she's like, I thought this was supposed to be a girl's trip. So we think they're going on a girl's, girl's trip. trip. Mm-hmm. Right. They did say girl's trip like five times. And we actually realized, y'all, they're just driving down 75 <laughs> to go to the lake to meet the family <laughs> for fireworks. Like or something like girl's trip just yeah. for the van. So it's yeah. the girl's <laughs> Girls commute. The commute. Girl commute. <laughs> oh, girl commute. Where are my commuters at? Come on. Because they, so, they're, they're going to talk about breasts and vaginas only and yeah. listen to Helen Reddy. That's <laughs> so. Um, in peace. It's time. <laughs> God, I love Helen Reddy. Don't and, make me emotional. 
and Kristen Chenoweth has uh, an Uncle Sam that she's fucking in the backseat. Did yeah. you say that? Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> did say that. Sorry. I didn't, I didn't Sorry. Uncle know. Sam. Yes. Um, <laughs> so now it's time, since it is an adult comedy that's being edgy, it's time for the, like, the innocent one tries drugs Marijuana. And it's going to lead to hilarious consequences. Hilarious, y'all. This this is an adult film now. Because, you know, you guys, every Asian woman's uptight. So (laughs) in case you forgot about that, every Asian woman's uptight. So she needs to smoke pot. So that way she can get the munchies and scream fuck. You know how yeah. we're gonna you know how we're gonna show that she's really high? We're gonna make her eat guacamole with her hands. <laughs> now, now I will say I, I was I did a pre- I've I, done I that stone cold that. sober, y'all. That's stone fucking dude, cold. You, you forget about forks when you're when you're on drugs. <laughs> I mean it was I, I will say I did appreciate that. I, I thought it was sort of funny that like she smokes up and she's like, I don't feel anything. And then you expect her to be like a disaster. And then she's like, I think I'm, she thinks she's sober. She's eating. I was like, okay, that's kind of like, I did like that she was actually of... just normal. Yeah. She I like, like that she was normal, but I also didn't like that. Like we sat through all that for nothing. <laughs> you oh. <know? laughs> ben, so that's, this... that's kind of the tagline of this movie. You sat through this for nothing. Yeah. That kind of movie. So all the guys are like shooting fireworks at each other and shooting shooting them at guys in boats. And I'm like, (laughs) this is horrible. You guys are terrible people. People don't do this anymore. Very Cro-Magnon. And now they've just accepted Jackson. He's like, oh yeah, he's just one of the guys. It's just my... is my daughter's fake boyfriend for, for every 12 days of the year. He yeah. likes floating things. Completely uh, normal. But, Ronnie, there's a reason why men like to explode things. Oh, my God. Really? Man, why? I can't see the connection. I'll tell you. The reason why men like so to here. things <laughs> to explode. Chris and Jenna would dig it real. Because it makes them think of their penis urethra shooting out semen <laughs> all over your face like an explosion you get it in cock you're gonna shoot your cock at people men only live for the orgasm <laughs> if they're not fucking they're thinking about it Wait a second, is this movie saying that men only think about sex? I haven't, that's that's crazy. That's a crazy idea what a I crazy you, know what, uh, you guys admit it when she said that I was like when was She's not jerked off. <laughs> I was like, I could be jerking off instead of watching this right now. It could have, yes, yes. And and, th- and then like, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Ed, uh, Evan Roberts. Uh, what? Kara? Kara Roberts. Emma Sloan. Sloan. Uh, Sloan. Even and Sloan's like, yeah, it's fucking. <laughs> even even her. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And fucking. So, so now we have we like. This whole scene is supposed to be developing. This whole like holiday is supposed to be developing Liz. The problem is we never knew anything about Liz going no, into this. Nothing. So there's like it's hard for us to see a transformation because we don't really know anything. So now they're like, it comes to this thing where Liz can't say the word fuck. And they're just like, say fuck, say fuck. And by the way, Sloan is being a monster right now. Like this yeah. poor girl doesn't want to say fuck. Okay. She doesn't want to. She doesn't believe in it. It doesn't, she doesn't like the way it sounds. It's it's against everything in her being. And she's like bullying her in the corner of she this is. like deck and being like say fuck so then of course she's like fuck which by the way 
leads to nothing. Nothing. <laughs> like no one fell off a boat. No, no one could have had happened. a firework in their hand and looked and turned around. And she the firework, that's the reason maybe why a firework blew up in their hand. Oh, yeah. maybe that's oh, what yeah. happened. But no, that, I, I no, that could it. have happened. Yeah. But no, it was just then it's later on. We yes, just he's just an explosion. Explosion. And then this movie becomes kind of like Apple Dumpling Gang 3. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just like is I don't. Apple Dumpling Gang 2? There is an Apple Dumpling Gang 2. I didn't know that. There is a number two. I watched it. Yes, I'm I did. That and Adventures in Babysitting Part 2. I yeah. modeled part of my acting career on Don Knotts. And I thought that Don <laughs> Knotts was going to show up at any moment because she gets, they like, they're like that. There, because they're all looking for his finger in the sand, because yeah, he blew his finger if believe, off. If you believe for one moment that a professional golfer would be handling a firework, actually, I should, I, you know, I'm taking that back because there have been a number of professional football players who have uh, destroyed their hands with fireworks. So I take it back. Yes, athletes okay. are kind There's, of dumb. Yeah, well, yeah, but yeah, but um, <clears throat> anyway, he it's still not believable. Finger. They are, yeah. and so they're looking for his finger, and yeah, and kind of frenzied for again about. it was just like every, it was disgusting this was like a disgusting twist i thought yes and then toy or joe or whatever his name is little brother finds it they they put it in ice and then just so you know jackson y'all i guess australians are tough because he looks instead of looking like he just lost his finger he kind of looks like he's trying to fart but he doesn't want everyone to hear it yeah. Like that's that's his level of pain for this. Like, oh, this is a little crampy. Well, he's yeah. not moving from this film into like a war epic, you know. Like he doesn't no. have that kind of acting. He's, he's like not going to be in nineteen seventeen part two, <laughs> right? Like Ron Howard will not be directing his next film. <laughs> and like many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. To all our queens, to Caitlin and... The Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. 
With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find you're happy Have hope, have hope Keep going, queens Sibling fights are unavoidable But what if every fight you had Was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. I feel like with these, like I feel like in a comedy, you lose your toe. In a drama or a thriller, you lose your finger. And I feel like, you know, like, I feel like the finger was like, actually like oddly visceral. And like, it was like, like a toe is fine. Like fish called Wanda, someone loses their toe, you know? But this, it's like, I was like, this is disgusting. And then he's like, I lost my fuck you finger. It's like, also your career (laughs) as a golfer. I'm a golfer. And she's like, well, I can one up that. Guess who doesn't know how to drive, but it's going to drive you anyway. This is when I knew, I'm telling you, Don Knotts was going to show up right now. I knew it. Why? Why Why did she drive it? Why was she the one? Why? Yeah, they had like, there was like some passing dialogue. Why she couldn't get the creepy guy. But what did he get? Call an ambulance. Call an ambulance. Like, so they're going to have fun on the way to the hospital with me not using my turn signal. I'm a woman. We drive so bad. And it just <laughs> scary. It was actually, it was like, it was scary because she she gets in that car and she slams on the gas and it like, she just like, like it goes I so was, fast. Like, it was like, it was like a foreign identity. I was like, she was like, this, it, it turned to an visceral. action movie. It turned and, to an action movie really quickly. Thank and God then she it, was driving a Toyota vehicle. And okay. then it ended as an action movie. Toyota. Yeah, she was driving a Toyota vehicle. Yeah. 
Okay, so they get to the hospital and they're smoking a joint now in the hospital room, and it's not even their own hospital room. It's one we don't even know where they got the joint to, by the way. <laughs> I'm assuming from like, Abby. As, he smoke, but now he's smoking. I know, but is there like a vending machine in the hospital? Oh, I think that was from like uh, Weed Uncle Sam. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So the yeah. nurse is all, uh, you know, the nurse's attitude with them. She's like, seriously, I'm too tired to report you. And uh, guess who the doctor is, guys? Farouk. Farouk. Farouk is on fire. We Farouk. don't need a toe. Let that motherfucker burn. Farouk, Farouk, who is both a cancer doctor and someone who sews fingers back onto people. <laughs> they, they, he's they, he's they, a lot of specialties. Yeah. He does, he does vascular surgery. So, he's also um, a private, isn't he also a private doctor? Because later, isn't he like yes. in a private doctor's office? <laughs> he, um, he also uh, can treat people who've had heart attacks. Yes. So um, uh, he's, he's both a, a, a cardiologist and, car- and a vascular surgeon and, and an oncologist. Yeah. So, he'll, give you, he'll give you new boobs if you're nice enough to him. <laughs> So he's like sort of surly because there's sort of this like plot thread that like he might be jealous of Jackson because he was brought in to be with her in Easter, but then it didn't work out. So he's kind of like cold, but like that would require like a little bit too much effort to like develop go all the way there. You're right. It's it's like halfway. And so we don't get anything. Yeah, and, uh, they yeah. keep making all these finger jokes. He's like, ripped off, ripped off finger dab. But then Farouk is like, oh, that's gonna hurt. Script, you know, it's we'll get it fixed. Fingers crossed. And they just look yeah. at him like, fuck you, Farouk. Fuck you. I'm like, that was the one Farouk. funny. That actually made me laugh. I was like, Farouk, that's so cute. The, I know. What made me laugh is actually that nurse. When they were like, "Can we like we need a doctor right now?" and she's like, "Sorry, I guess you should have been a jackass to me earlier or something like that." And I was like, "Yes, nurse. Yes, yes, nurse." There was something oh. about that nurse that if they're like, "Have I seen you before?" I'm like, "I'm like, is she someone?" That was my first thought because she was such yeah. a specific I always, character I actor. Say Cindy, Cindy Williams, like Shirley <laughs> from Laverne and Shirley. It's not Cindy Williams. Yeah, I just assumed yeah. she had a four a four episode arc on Sisters in 1991. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my god. About sisters, we were just talking about sisters last we're week. Always just talking. Uh, let's go to a spa and like talk. I about love it. Oh, god, Celia Ward was the best Cilla person Ward. I ever waited on. She was so troubled. Celia Ward, I know she was Cilla lovely. Her. I just saw right. her on something, wasn't she on um, uh, Westworld? I'm gonna look her up, maybe, maybe. Well, you know, I have my famous uh, are we talking about Celia Ward or Susie? Cruz? It was Cilla just Cilla on Celia Ward, was just on Westworld. I love that she was in Gone Girl, oh, she was so good. She Still, was in Gone Girl, yeah. Gone Girl, she was, uh, she was the, right. the, the, the like, in Hello Again, yeah, <gasps> yes. Okay. Point okay. Eight. Sloan takes him back home and she's like, Don't worry, they're gonna deliver you soup. And I called your mother, she didn't answer. I told her, You we don't know why. I, I was like, oh, oh I was like, now we're fighting. I'm yeah. like, oh, his parents divorced, and that's why he's afraid of commitment. We're going to yeah. get another plot twist. And I was like, no, we didn't. There we go. Yeah. Mommy issues time. I was like, here's Brenda Blevin. <laughs> <laughs> Here nope. she comes. Or even maybe Brenda, Brenda Fricker. Anyone, but like, no. Even the Fricker would have worked. Yeah. Uh, so she, he's like, okay, but he doesn't want to tell her that she should stay, and she doesn't want to say, I'll stay. So they have like this awkward thing where she's looking, and he's like, yeah, this. she's looking, and he's not looking at her, but then he looks up to see if she's staying, but he wasn't looking at her, so she's. I- yeah, I actually liked that moment. I was like, okay, it was sweet. I'm feeling romantic things in here. I liked his apartment. Um, uh, 
But who yeah. leaves someone post-surgery? <laughs> also, how would you let out of the hospital so quickly? You just got a finger sewn back on. Yeah, like yeah. He, he's definitely on anesthesia. But anesthesia, why are you going to leave someone? I mean, she didn't even there. turn the TV on, y'all. He can't do that. That's why just didn't mean. Why did she call Tom, his friend? Why, like, yeah. where is anyone yeah. in his life? Yeah. Yeah, so, well, we find out, because now he's all, all upset for some reason. He's golfing with his friend, uh, which is apparently okay. He can totally golf fine. Don't worry about the finger. Yeah. So he's golfing with his friend, and uh, he's like, our hands touched. During oh yeah, that's right. And his friend up. is like, "Holy shit, did you use protection?" And then at the same time, she's talking to her sister about it, about how there was a vibe. And then we cut back. Yeah. Like, was, does that mean it's serious? And his friend's like, "Dump her, dump her now." <laughs> yeah, because He's the like, thing don't is, don't go to because they're going to a wedding. The wedding on Labor Day, so it's like it's the holiday it's thing. But wedding, like wedding, is like it's like the, the friend is like wedding is like super commitment. So if you go to that, then she's gonna like it's gonna like go to the next level, and you don't want that. He's like, yeah, but it's also a holiday. I got to do the holiday thing. And then on her end, she's like uh, having a whole thing where it's like, oh, um, like what do I do? And I don't remember who she's talking to. Maybe her sister or something like that. And and like whoever's talking to her is like. Well, men hate weddings. So if he tries to get out of the wedding, then you know that he's not into you. But like, if he's okay with going to the wedding, then he is into you. So this means something. Yeah. And then uh, the so friend. Yeah. And then his friend is like, you know, tell her you're going with somebody else who has potential. And I was like, but isn't that trying to make her jealous to be with him? Your advice is crazy. Crazy. Because so, they're uh, trying to avoid stakes they're not they're trying to avoid like commitment like amongst each other right they don't want any expectations well they so. both think the other one is going to want the commitment right so they're trying yes. to avoid the other one wanting them but then the friends like try to make her jealous which will make you i don't know who nothing cares? Made sense. Yeah, it was nothing so made sense. confusing i didn't understand and then one like so you're gonna do this because you say this it was yeah. very strange <laughs> i was so confused it was <laughs> like it didn't make any sense. Then we go to our favorite place, the mall. The mall. <laughs> Someone's at the mall. I think it's him, right? He calls her from the mall, and she's like, "Why are you calling me? It's not a holiday." And they, you guys, this is the moment where uh, they were the producers like, "Morty, how do we make this young? How do we make this movie? <laughs> how do these cameras just talk to each other, Morty?" FaceTime. I, I don't know, boss. Uh, texting. No, no, no. They you both? No, they FaceTime, Morty. They FaceTime. Right, Mr. Whiteside. So, yeah, so they both are talking about it. Like, well, thinking about this uh, wedding coming up, and it's, it's a wedding and a holiday. And you know what I was thinking? And she's like, I, I forget who said what, but they're basically she was like, like, I'm thinking something too. And they're like, let's say it together. Let's. Go. Uh, we should bring it's, a tramp. Let's each other. <laughs> bring a tramp. <laughs> We're gonna bring a slut and slut. And again, y'all, this what is so sad about this? It's just the that damn. If just if women would just learn to speak up, but you know what? That's not what a woman does. So she just holds on to her beliefs yeah, and what she wants. For a man, yeah, and let the man tell her what she wants. Oh, yeah. until they'll they'll come to you or they won't, and you'll die alone. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. like anti-feminist anti-feminist tripe 
disguised as feminism. And it makes me so mad. I just wish they had like a sassy gay friend. He was like, girl. Yes. Like in a movie where like they just didn't develop anyone, like they could have just just like just inserted one in for just one scene to be like yeah. girl and then girl. that's it there, <laughs> yeah. was, there was one black woman going mm, in the sprouts you're right i mean sprouts in a, in a certain in a, its own way sprouts is the gay best friend right i mean sprouts <laughs> this is true the gay best friend true. True. It's, it's, you're always you're always not knowing how close you are to fucking someone that looks like ryan gosling with the gaussian filter on him yeah. yeah, that's sprouts. It's so sprouts. It so, is um, sprouts. So now we're at the wedding. And so Sloan brought Farouk, right? Uh-huh. And then here's something that doesn't quite track. Jackson brings Aunt Susan? I was like... <laughs> well, they met like, at Easter. Yeah. And she, remember she said she, she likes somebody in a furry costume. So that was the instigating yeah. moment. So this movie is this was actually tra- kind of one of the only few things that tracked Ben. I'm going to be honest true. here. It's like kind of only one thing went, oh, yeah, that happened before. This movie is trying to do that thing where there's like a whole cast of characters that are kind of wacky. And they all kind of like wind up with each other in strange ways. But it doesn't quite work, you know. No. And But this is one of the ones where they tried to do it. I was like, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Okay, so um, they're both trying to make each other jealous across the room. And Christian Chenoweth is, of course, being, like, really sexual and stuff. And he only pretends to be in it when um, the girl from The Help is watching. And yeah. then um, <laughs> she tries to be really into Farouk, which is just really cool to Farouk. I do not like how Farouk is treated in this film. No. And they, and then Christian Chenoweth is, like, sucking on his his defingered mangled surgery <laughs> finger and then biting it too i'm like could you please not bite but i'd like that she was gonna bite it finger. because he couldn't oh. feel it she was like testing it to see if she could feel it oh. i was like so disgusted by this but, but no but you guys that had to happen because <laughs> it had to happen because he said i can't feel my fingers and she goes what <laughs> a man has to be good with his fingers and for once when they've told us everything, they didn't finish the line that would have made us laugh. She's like, so he could finger bang my gooch. But they <laughs> didn't. But that's what she should have said. I just <laughs> tell everything by a man's hands. Again, like left. That's a plot line on the floor. I love, so that that- I love that your gay word for vagina is a character from MAME. <laughs> It's true. It is. He always says gooch. So, so now things truly fall. This it's I think this might be a turning point in the movie because things really fall apart in this scene and in the movie. So, yes, you would think at this point, oh, it's the uh, climax. It's the climax, right? It's the, it's the, the wedding. wedding. It's the wedding. The wedding. Oh, Don't be ridiculous. So, so then it's um. So you would think, oh, they have other dates. So now they're gonna get. This is complications. So then they meet up at like the at the bar, the open bar, and it's clear that the complications have no bearing on their situation whatsoever. And they're talking and they're like, they're sort of having like fake a fake argument, but it's not like a real argument about like maybe we should rethink this holiday thing. Da, 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 da. But then there's a moment that's supposed to be a comic set piece, but again, like literally makes no sense. I, I don't know if they they didn't set up, maybe it was supposed to be some sort of like loss in translation moment. 
but there's now a father-daughter dance, and this is Liz's father. So he's an Asian American man. Well, I don't know if he's American, Asian man. And he uh, starts dancing to I'll Make Love to You by Boys to Men. And everyone's like, oh, no, he doesn't know what that song is about. It felt really gross. <laughs> uh, yeah. And what's worse is Kimmy Schmidt, the show, made the same joke. Um, they did? Really? It's, well, it was with, uh, it wasn't racist, though. Titus Burgess goes to sing at the her, his uh, Korean friend's funeral. Um, who, who he's, he's trying to avoid paying his rent and the landlord, Carol Kane goes and he's like, and I'm, I'm here to sit, sing at a wedding. And he starts singing, uh, close your eyes, make a wish. She goes, oh no. And she was, it was supposed to be boys to men enter the road. She's like, that's the wrong song. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that was the joke. And, and so right, it's and been, now we're it's been done before. Yeah. But you here there was like, no <laughs> but here there was like no setup for it. It was supposed to be like this crazy thing and it didn't like it didn't like they didn't they even got set them up back together that... because they had to stop it from happening <laughs> they went and just danced with them Which, and switched I don't think partners would, and by the way neither of those self-involved people would ever do that they would sit no, there and laugh no. they did yes. that at the, at the new year's eve party there was no way they're going to cut in and yes like, you know so then uh the couples are trying to make each other jealous still. They're they're like we'll dance with our dates and look at each other, and not look at each other, and make each other jealous. And then um Jackson starts twirling Kristen Chenoweth around until she just falls <laughs> over. And then Farouk runs over and he's like, God, Rosa. Are you okay? It's like, are you all right? And then, like, he, now. <laughs> then he carries her uh, off, Lord lift <laughs> us up where we belong. And then they're yeah. going off. They have and chemistry then, all of a sudden. They and do. then it's Halloween. And guess what? She's still single. And <laughs> that makes her very depressed. So she's chocolate because she's just so chubby. <laughs> I so, know. But so that's why she's got to wear this tight girdle. This she is where really I wrote. Is the I said, this is where I wrote. How are there 40 minutes left in this movie? Yes, yes. Dude, seriously. We were going to do this for a two-part recap. This is going to be Monday through fucking Friday. I okay. It's going to be a holiday recap. It's literally like, <laughs> you don't have a date on your holiday, you listen to this yeah. recap. Yeah, all, it was, all day on Christmas. It was 2020 when you started this, and it is 2021 when we're finished. Okay. So the sister uh, is like really excited. Abby's really excited to go to a Halloween party. It's her first adult party since she's had kids. Um, and I guess uh, I guess they couldn't find a babysitter or something like that. Yeah. So like the uh, husband's not coming. So she's really excited. So they go to this Halloween party, and um, uh, and and Jack Jackson's there too. Um, was that intentional? Was he supposed to be there? Were they holidaying at this moment? He, I believe no, they're not holidaying, but he's invited because he's still oh, the York. Yeah. I was confused. Was the, whose party was this? It was I. I did I? Oh, miss it was the same people who did the New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve party. They, <laughs> but no, they Jack, are they're promoters. Yeah, same people. The Jacks, but Jackson <laughs> is party. though because he's going to be the pirate, and then Sloane is the slutty pirate because Jackson right. picked the costume. He picked. He picked. He the picked the costume. So it is. He's a pig. Yeah, and she was. She was a slutty pirate. We know she's a slutty pirate because again, she I was a pirate. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. She's a slutty. Yes. Thank you. I didn't mean to. Um, I was a pirate in 1992 because that's when people well, actually it was 2002, but that's when people were pirates. People were trying to be saying. Jack Sparrow, and they even yeah, make that reference okay. again. I'm like, whatever. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, the friend, Jackson, Jackson's friend dresses as Black Panther, but he dresses as a literal Black Panther. That kind of made me laugh. <laughs> that was funny. I, it was, that was, that was one of the details where I laughed out loud. Yeah. Visual pun. I liked it. So and then, then Kristen Chenoweth is, of course, sexy nurse. Mm-hmm. And, and Liz. And, oh, and, and Liz, Liz is yes. just a doctor. He just put her in just a doctor. Yeah, and Liz, Liz is a Liz is Cleopatra, and then uh, York's supposed to come as Mark Anthony, but he comes as Mark Anthony the singer. So that kind of made me laugh too. Actually. Me too. I was I like, that was roll. funny. We also should note because you guys, this is going to come back, and it's going to be so funny that uh, Sloane's older sister uh, gave her an antacid because when you wear a girdle, apparently, I guess it gives you acid reflux. I think it was the candy she was talking about too. Oh, I thought she was nervous. Either oh. way, oh, maybe because I was like, y'all, that was very clear. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm 41 and 210 and fat. I get acid reflux on the daily, but when you're 28 years old and a skinny white blonde girl, that's why I was like, you she don't does get acid. not have acid reflux. That's yeah. so right side. So, so then, then um, the girls are all talking like, oh my God, so much dry eyes. <laughs> and they're all, everyone seems kind of busy. And then um, the, uh, the girl comes in because Luke is there. Sexy Luke, Luke is there with her. Thank you. Who invited him? <laughs> Again, this was the one thing they did right. He shared us like for no reason. Party where just sure. everybody in town comes. Also, um, the uh, Felicity is about to give birth in like two days. Why is she at this party? Is she, I mean, I, I guess that tracks because she's like like thirsty for attention. For attention, yeah. and she did say, "Well, I just told him we're going to act like our lives aren't our lives aren't going to change after we have a baby." And then this was a total mom joke. But the way that that actor Abby delivered it made me laugh. Yeah, yeah. She was, and the sister started cracking up. She's like, "Ah, oh, oh, yeah. not going to change." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was funny to me. Yeah, that was, it was that just was like that, Ronnie, just like this, it. This scene was on a roll. It was. It, it was, was like, on a roll. <laughs> it was on a roll. We had a, sh- a hot shirtless guy and jokes that tracked. Yeah, this 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 one was kind of organized. Unfortunately, <laughs> we stopped there. Um, so actually. You know what? Another funny. I'm sorry. There was okay. another funny joke I thought, which was that. Um, so she takes the pills because she's like nervous. I think she takes it to calm down, and then Abby is like, "Oh, you want me to take you home?" And Sloan goes, "Yeah." And she goes, "Oh, <laughs> like, like, oh. she had no intention to take her home." Like no, I that was funny too. yeah, I enjoyed that. But, but she does go home with Jackson. But she's because, and I was, I was concerned. I think she was kind of devastated about the baby. Um, yeah, she was and sad I about the baby. Because, oh, that's what it was. Because so she was really sad about the baby that devastated her because she wanted to have his baby, or did she think that she would one day get back with Luke? Yeah, um, she's still she's still into like that's still her thing. Like she just oh. can't live without Luke for whatever. Yeah, and she broke down. Yeah, again, that's just like really, it's this dramatic. Um, yeah, so she <laughs> freaks out, and then um, she gets in the cab with him. Right, she we goes with Jackson. They're going home, and we, we get a we do. By the way, we get a reveal when we she get a reveal at the that from was, Abby, the older sister. It, it wasn't was, like um, it was it was like a cartoon reveal. It was it like was, yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, she was like, can I have one of those? Like, ben, I, I wrote in all caps: "Is this an animated movie?" At that part, <laughs> I like literally wrote that. It was yeah. like oh, accidents, and it was like this yeah. giant. It was like it was like a central like she pulled like, out an anvil out of her purse yeah. and dropped it on the coyote. Don't think she had like a little baggie. She's like, 
Acme like, brand laxatives. Here's my here's my my box of laxatives. Why are you yeah. carrying around laxatives in her bag anyway? So we're like, oh no, she's gonna have the pooper soon. And as soon as that happens, we get the most disgusting guttural noises that you ever heard. Too real for me. I've been down that path before. I've done that where you're like just trying to get to your front door and you hear those noises and you're like, why is Stranger Things happening inside my stomach? It's like true. It's happened to all of us. It's happened so, to all of us. Then we get dumb and dumber for a little bit, just for them, like Actually, yes. yeah, well, like literally just a scene from Dumb and Dumber. It's literally a scene from Dumb and Dumber. But then it's like, I know. Also, then it's like they he gets her through it. She's like crap. He runs to the bathroom, and then it next cuts to like you guys. I don't mean to. This is just what I thought. It looks like she's a sexual assault vil- victim just sitting in the bathtub with eyeliner under her oh, eyes. eyes. And she's like, and like, he's really God. uncomfortable. And it was like a moment when I'm like, you just washed poop off of her. <laughs> yeah. That's, 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 what, that's what I was saying. Like, this is supposed to be a moment where it's like, oh, my God, they actually have like – there's something like deeper going on between them. I'm like, he's washing poop off of her. It's and I don't think that she, she would allow that. I don't think that she would allow that, to be honest. No. I, well, I had questions. So I was like, did shower. she take a shower first and then he came into the bathroom? Or did she just sit in the bathtub with poop everywhere and there's still poop there? And they're like, we love each other, so I don't care about your poop. And he yeah. just like shot, he just like sprayed her off like hosing down a hippo at the zoo. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's yeah. really yeah. weird. Can we also talk about like that? This was also a classic um, thing where like uh, they were in that elevator right before this for so long. It was like she was. You saw the exterior. It was like a three-story building, and then they're like in there forever. And like the elevator is going up and up and up. I'm like, the door should have been open by now. And then like it stops at a different floor, and other people see them just as she's saying, "Rip this off of me!" And this old couple's like, "Uh, you know." Uh. But the classic thing, the elevator just goes on for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Which reminds me, I, I've got to go poop. So y'all just keep going because I've been dying. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> but oh, that's supposed to be the surprise. Like uh, and, the, and the, oh my God, we ruffled some feathers. But yet we've had a cum in my mouth joke. <laughs> I yeah. know. And yeah. Okay. So, so they wake up in the morning and they're facing each other. And um, he's like, you know what? I'm not going to be awkward about it today. I've washed poop off of you. So he's like looking at her and his hand is on her shoulder and they stare into each other's eyes. And he's like, that's it. We're going to kiss. So he goes in for it. And she's like, Oh, I hate when people kiss in movies in the morning. It's disgusting. And he's like, how about you say you just hate when people kiss in the morning? Cause of bad breath. Okay. Have to be a movie. Yeah. We have to, we, we, we left that about an hour ago. My romantic movies. She just hates them. So he's like, move that blanket out of your face. We're making out. And so, <laughs> and then he takes off his shirt and they bone. And they then bone. Wait, like full top gun. Make, take my breath away. It and does. I, but it kinda, <laughs> I have never seen a movie where a man gets on top and then takes off his shirt like a woman in a Skidamax movie. <laughs> it was very, this was Especially, the one thing that, Especially after she's just shat herself. That's what I thought too. I uh, know. Now I know. I like that they act like diarrhea is like, oh, it just happens in five seconds, and then everything's okay, and you just fuck somebody. No, nope. no. Nope. This that's was like a, a monster that came out of her. Yeah, that's like an event. Like you <laughs> around. Yeah, that's going all night long. That's an all night long poop. 
Okay, it, so after it's kind of awkward, she thinks he's gonna want to leave, and so she's like, "Well, I guess you should. I mean, you can go if you want to. Go ahead, you just leave if you want to." And he's like, "What? You want?" Oh, I'll give a dialogue. And Ugh. then Abby runs in, like, uh, like she walks in the door. It's like bangs on it. It's like fucking um, uh, what's this Neil Simon, a Neil Simon play? And she runs in. She's like. I made out and committed adultery. And everybody goes, whoa, whoa. She kissed the Black Panther. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I was like, this is serious. And, and, and it's, 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 it's just it's, like, it was so far afield. Yeah, and then she's like, Peter's a saint. How can I do this to Peter? I'm like, really? Because we haven't seen him. We don't we know saw Peter. Him in the first scene of the movie. And we haven't seen him since. I just know it's the guy from SNL. <gasps> And Alex like, I can't believe I did this to him. And then Jackson comes out and he's like, Good morning, Abby. Oh, I've just been hurt on my feelings. How are you this morning? <laughs> After I raw dogged your sister all night long. <laughs> By the way, don't go in the bathroom. We still have some more cleaning up. <laughs> Boy, would you like me to wash you down? Would you like me to wash you down? To cleaning up her spurting anus. We well, really oh, wow. Hit it. <laughs> wow so then so then so then abby's like wait a second even though i just destroyed my marriage let's talk about something more important <laughs> you guys had sex yes even though i just wrecked my children's lives <laughs> totally let's talk about your bang and then so, someone's well, like no like, we didn't yeah it was a dream uh it was a dream and it's he's like dream. we didn't we didn't have sex fine and he's like all in his emotions about it yeah, so they get all hurt. They butt hurt. They get all butt hurt with each other. They get all butt hurt. And he, yeah, he goes and talks um, to the his friend again. I can't remember his name. I just keep Tom. writing friend. Yeah, Tom. Um, and, yeah, and he's like, I didn't get. A, she didn't even offer a cup of coffee. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was like, why are they having this tension right now? I don't understand this tension that they're this experiencing. Turns into, this turns into they turn into the girls, right? Yeah. Everything they've been complaining about. So he's like, oh, I've never been asked to leave. And he's like, and she didn't even call you? He's like, no. Oh, my so God. It's funny. so no funny. No one's ever done that before. Isn't it funny when guys turn out to be the girls after all? Oh, my, oh, God. Yeah. my God. Guys, we're all the same. Morty, so, uh, Morty, we're going to flip the script that I'm telling you. My third affair was funny. Let's write that in. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, the friend is like kind of into at lit sister. He's really into the sister, and so he's like, you know what, you should do. You should go to Thanksgiving just to make her jealous and take me with you. That was nowhere. They're like coming up with wacky high. Can't wait to break up that family. <laughs> but I know. But here's the deal. He says that. But and then it's him. Thanksgiving, and he doesn't come. I was like, "Are you are you are you telling me you're gonna raise the stakes on this like adultery like, situation?" But like, not uh, again. They pulled an Aunt Darla. They uh, walked right up to it and said, "Tim, get my pies." <laughs> like, wow! Imagine the awkwardness around that Thanksgiving table when Abby is with her husband and the guy she kissed, and she hasn't fessed up yet. I wonder if it's all gonna come out, or we could not do that. No, or we could yeah. just forget that plot line altogether. <laughs> Why we'll yeah, Jackson bring a pie? Well, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. And Kristen Chenoweth, of course, is like, meet my new friend, Warren. And it's the dad from Wonder Years. Yeah, and and yeah I like my men a little crispy. <laughs> yeah, and, and her so accent like, by this time is full on deliverance. <laughs> and since they've like clearly cut out pages of the movie to make it fit, they don't even try to make a realistic courtship between the mom and Wally. No. 
he walks in with Kristen Chenoweth and then smells turkey burning. And he walks into the kitchen and is like, hey, young lady, looks like your turkey's burning. It's like, <laughs> wow, like, a woman who cooks a turkey. That's what I'm into. <laughs> and he has like stars, hearts in his eyes. Hey, you and me are the oldest people here, dame. We yeah. should. And he's like, oh, turkey. She's like, well, I hope it's not burnt. And then literally she checks on it. It's not burnt. Spoiler alert, two minutes later, it's burnt. It's burnt. Fire burnt. Oh, wait, it already looked burnt. I'm sorry. And the it's whole already on the meal is, is, is burned. It did look a little crisp. Yes, Who, who's cooking all those things at the same time in the oven anyway? You I know, know you cook that stuff after you take the turkey out. Yeah, it, that, that, that was probably the, that was one of the fakest things in this movie. <laughs> that oven couldn't even hold all that stuff in it. So it's true. Mom, uh, super upset. Somebody better get to the store. We have to do all of this again. And then we so. get the gay character, everybody. And the single one. <laughs> uh, so we have another. Is Jackson coming? Because I don't want to take oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Jackson's coming and he brings a pie, which is great. But then I'm sorry. I, I was pre. I was too quick to say. Then we get the gay character of now they're in Sprouts. <laughs> yes. They drive to Sprouts. Sprouts has clearly sponsored. Sprouts and Toyota have sponsored this movie. Mm-hmm. It's in my life. Um, and uh, they're at Sprouts and there's awkwardness. They're just like walking around Sprouts awkwardly because there's weird tension for no reason. For no at reason. All. Chips. At all. Because <laughs> remember, <laughs> only garbage can go in her body. Yeah. 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 Um, White Cell is like, I need awkwardness in Sprouts, okay? <laughs> need it to be real. So she's eating chips angrily, and he's like, she's like, eat a chip. And he's like, you know I don't eat that shit. Oh, we just <laughs> nothing happened between us. I cleaned the poop off of ya. <laughs> and so now she's really mad, and so she's like storming away in the sprouts. And he's like, what are you so mad about? You're the one who said to leave that morning. And she's like, you didn't even want to have sex with me. And there's a little kid there, and then that's when the lady's like, she gets all mad. So uh, yeah, and then, like, you don't want to have sex with me. You think I'm ugly. <laughs> <laughs> She's really hanging on to that. And then he's so then that's when he gets uh, another monologue from what was it? Monologue.biz.org. Um, monologues. Yes. Monologues by Alfred.biz. By Alfred. Okay. Boy, was some random bloke at the mall. What do you think would have happened if I said you're incredibly beautiful with these lips that are begging to be kissed? Eyes <laughs> that I don't know what they are but they make me forget my own name. And then there's just no way you would have gone out with me. An extremely handsome man who's a professional athlete who's taken interest in you and complimented you. It never would have happened. Never. With an accent in a country where people sexualize your accent. Right. (laughs) I mean, really, this was like, this is the one time they're like, okay, Tiffany was like, okay, every time in this movie, I'm going to take a famous movie quote and I'm going to make it better. But at the end, I'm going to save it. I'm going to write my own words, what's in my own heart. And that's when we realized it was better before. <laughs> and then you see me with my sprouts car being like, could you please get out of the aisle? I'm trying to get to the garbanzo bean. <laughs> could you please feel somewhere like, else? I need, so- to make, I need to make a roasted pepper hummus. Please move. And then she says, then she literally says, no. No, after all that, and every every in every time that you complete me speech happens, every movie is like, okay, 
Yeah. And, yeah, and, and this is never, where she also betrays her. This is where I got mad because she goes, nothing has changed. You can just relax and bang all the cocktail waitresses you want. And I was like, oh, so she wasn't really just happy having a holiday. And the whole time, yeah. the woman, of course, had to have him as a real boyfriend. Mm-hmm. It was all just a trick, acting like a cool She girl. was resentful and, the whole time. And, and, I'm, and I'm expecting to say, there was no waitress. I lied. You know, I'm expecting, like, oh, it's be one oh. of those. But he's like, no, I did actually bang her. Yes, you're he's right. like, yeah, I banged her, and guess what? Ryan Gosling's not coming. He's not ever coming. <laughs> this makes no sense. Why I would suddenly say his name, but Ryan Gosling, Ryan Gosling, right? If you say it three times, he'll appear. If he did show up here in Sprouts, then you wouldn't get on that that Ryan Gosling train. You would be mean to Ryan Gosling and Sprouts. And then Ryan Gosling would literally do his own shopping because he would love to brag about that on like the Tonight Show. Uh, it's like he yeah, lives in like Franklin Canyon and goes to that fucking Vons. Right yes. Yeah. I saw him at a thrift shop once. He does do his own yeah. shopping. And then they show the shadow behind her is Ryan Gosling. Like, oh, really? You think it's yeah, again, shopping? Zack Snyder of romantic yeah. comedies. Uh, I know. I was, I was, she's just, she, she was just so terrible. Anyway. So um, we go back to the house and um, Wally is like, oh, I like the leaf on your table, you sexy turkey burner. And, uh, Sloan, <laughs> Sloan's like, Jackson didn't come back with me. It's all my fault. Like, oh, so this wasn't the climax either. When is yeah. the climax? Yeah. Also, where is Bonnie Hunt? Shouldn't Bonnie Hunt be in this yes, movie? Oh, yes, like yes, yes, yes. Movie. No, Bonnie Hunt is way above this movie. Yeah, you're right. That's you're right. True. Just felt like right. she's right. here for just right. one moment. Oh, at least man. be like the checkout woman at, at Sprouts. It's like a little like I'm Bonnie Hunt, you know. Oh. So, um, so in the middle of the, so then, so my favorite part, actually, my favorite part in the entire movie is that when she says Jackson isn't coming, the mom goes, no leaf. <laughs> I knew it because I'm a cruel, cruel person and I live to hurt my daughter. They were all struggling to get that leaf in there. And then she was like, victory is mine. No and every, then everything starts precipitating. It's just like, uh, the sister's like, your personal life is a mess. And she's like, you kissed, pu- you kissed Black Panther, that guy. And the guy walks and the husband walks in. He's like, what do you mean? You kissed that guy. It's all comical. Then Wonder Years Man has a heart attack and I cackled. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they're going to kill off, off Dan Lorena? Wow. I, I busted out laughing. I was not sad or concerned. I busted out laughing because of how comical this whole section was. It was. Yeah, I assumed Francis Fisher was going to take him to the hospital, and this was going to get their romance on the road. But actually, it's Susan, and then also, um, what's her Sloan. Sloan. Yeah, she's yeah. like, "You're coming to the hospital. You have to come to the hospital. Come on, we'll go together." So they go into the hospital, and um, she's like, "I don't even know this guy. I mean, I had to write his name on my arm. It's on my fault. <laughs> I guess it's my fault. So many men love me, but once they get too close, I backed off." So here I am at age 49. 49. <laughs> I think he said that as a joke, which made me happy because I was concerned. Um, and guess what? Guess who the heart attack doctor is? It's Farouk. <gasps> Farouk, Farouk, y'all. General medicine is the way to go. He's like, you guys, I just fixed the leg of a horse, and now I'm heart surgery. He did. Uh, and then they say i um she runs up she's like no it's not to be 
she uh she she wants to be with him and she's like no i i i, I just need to move away from things you just you can't let your heart get broken she sees him and she says i love you <laughs> yeah because yeah. sloan all of a sudden becomes that person who says you have to say something you can't <laughs> let him go you have to say something wow isn't it weird i'm giving advice that i could apply to my own life but i'm not taking it yeah and she's like okay baruch i fucked up <laughs> You're the most amazing man I've I've ever met. And he's like, then you broke up with me. He's like, I got scared. It's what I do. <laughs> That's a really good Kristen Chenoweth. I was going to say, it's uncanny. Why? Yeah, it's pretty good. I had a Kristen Chenoweth. It's great. And you don't even move your forehead like her, too, when you do it. <laughs> no, her forehead doesn't move. That's the problem. <laughs> I don't, I'm fine with it. Yeah. So, oh. um, so he's. she's like, can you please take me back? And he's like, I can't. Imagine being happy without you after that amazing wedding we went to together. I love you. That was like a and mad then, magazine joke. That was like a mad yeah. magazine joke. It was very arrested development. Like, Give me your finger and pulls it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it. we're thinking that at this point, oh no, never mind. I'm sorry. Now it's Christmas time. So uh Sloan is looking at her Cinco de Mayo photos from the yes. from when they got she's drunk. Sad. She's reading sad. The book. Mm-hmm. And actually, I think a book. I think the book was a Nancy Drew book. I think that was uh, a was nod, it? y'all. No oh, joke. Oh. Nancy Myers uh, symbol of being sad, of wearing a blanket and reading a book. <laughs> I love <laughs> Tiffany Paulson's pulling a Housewives and just like putting her own brand of things in there. She's like, wrote that, wrote that show. <laughs> it's true. And so um, she's like, I'm gonna go. She's like, I'm gonna go see him. And she goes up to his apartment. And she stands kind of by the way. She enters in the keypad. She doesn't know if she's going to press his number or not. And then he walks out the door behind her and she just stands there and he doesn't see her because her back's to him. And he he walks on by. She doesn't think for a moment like, I just came all the way over to his apartment to say hi to him. And I'm trying to find his buzzer. And then, oh, he walked out the door. So maybe I'll turn around and say, Jackson. But she, no, she's like, no, no. no. She lost lost the guts, guys. And by the way, they weren't in a mall. So that has to be remedy. And we're in the mall now, y'all. It's the mall at Christmas. It's the best choir I've ever seen at Christmas at the The mall. Drag (laughs) It's the drag brunch gospel choir. choir. Yes. Yeah. The only choir I've ever seen at at the mall at Christmas. There. I didn't want to be in El Paso where I grew up because I thought maybe that was just normal everywhere else. And, but you guys, who is she at the mall with? The girls. Who else? Her family. Her family. Her family. Her Her fucking family is at the mall. Apparently they've made up now. And they're really. Adultery. It really is. The whole thing about trying to ruin my marriage is it's fine. Let's just uh, things remember. Things to the surface that they could address. That that goes to things forgotten. Okay. Things forgotten. Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, what? What do we do? How do we, how do we, what's the happenstance that these two meet each other or see each other again? And we'll just put them on the escalator and we'll just grab each other escalator. Classic escalator shot of of him coming down and her coming up and they look at each other. It's a, it's a white cell classic. Yeah. (laughs) It's It's a small town, Chicago. It's a white cell. We got to have an escalator. What do you know? That's what we got to (laughs) have. Coming right up. So they, <laughs> they go up and they're like, go after him. She's like, no, it's not fate. He lives at the fucking mall. And they're like, stop being bitter and horrible. Did you just ask your cigarette out on Santa's hand? Go. And so she decides to run down and she's pushing people out of her way. Ronnie, you forgot to mention there was a really edgy part where the little nine-year-old girl says, <gasps> Aunt Sloan, living life is giving you a moment. 
don't fuck it up. I'm nine. And I said, fuck. <laughs> she, was, she was like, I'm going to be the new Macaulay Culkin. Watch she this, everybody. Like, Watch this. <laughs> She's a big fucking bully at school, I bet. Um, so she runs down and she's screaming, Jackson, Jackson! And then she awful. stands on Santa's chair and screams, Jackson! And still no one could hear her. So what do we do, y'all? What do we do? I wish we had a witty choir. The choir sings in perfect harmony without being... <laughs> yeah, that, as Jake and I were both... Well, y'all are singers. We all were like... I'm like, they would never know what chord to do. Like the harmony. No. It was like, they just went, Jackson! No! Also, if you think that like like I am supposed to be on her side while she pushes all those people to the side on the escalator, no, you just take the escalator down like every other normal person. Yeah. If you did that to me, oh my goodness. Yeah, I stand right. on Santa's chair. I mean, the nerve. The nerve. She and then he, he going, turns go ahead. to him and saying things. I've I've missed you. I'm blah blah blah. You know, I was wrong. And and you the best part of this are the background actors who are saying, hmm. Yeah, ooh, mm. oh, there's there's oh. like midwestern cheesemonger woman who just goes, oh, and, mm. <laughs> and and here's the deal. I don't know. I don't think that they went to monologues by Alfred on this one because this was no. the worst monologue in the entire awful. movie, and it's, it's supposed to be the best one. I think White Cell wrote this one, not Tiffany. <laughs> Yeah, why Cell took over. I'm going to change this one. We're going to do my words. We're going to use my fifth wedding vows. I'm telling you, they're going to work. You know what? This might not seem like the best ending in the world, but Francis Fish is going to sell the fuck out of it. (laughs) (laughs) So she she goes through the whole, you know, typical thing. Like, I messed up. I was scared. And letting you go has been one of the... Toughest mistakes I've ever made. I quit smoking for you. I quit chocolate because I realized I'm finally ready for a relationship and only not smoking. <laughs> Cut to <laughs> Santa Santa shedding a tear again. Oh, that Feels that so Lily. Terrible. Yeah, Santa was crying. Actually, <laughs> I forgot. And she's like, I know I'm probably too late, but honestly. You're the only one I'd want to go through chemo with. And everyone's like, oh. It was like, that's the weirdest catchphrase I've ever heard. I think she has cancer in there. And she's like, just kidding. I don't have cancer. At this point, you're thinking this that's the weirdest callback this movie could have possibly yep. made. Um, nope. And so then he, uh, uh, and then she's like, if it was the worst Thanksgiving in my life. And so then he's like, he smiles like he's going to go back to her. And then he's like, Nope. And then he walks away and you're like, no, but then he turns around and he like runs towards her. They run to each other and they kiss. And then he goes, that speech was cockamamie. (laughs) Remember when you said that 11 and a half months ago? Whiteside goes, cock print. (laughs) And we clean out on cockamamie. Uh, Morty, call production. Got it. On it. Hands. Yeah, we get our drone shot, and then it's a nice ending to make us all cry a little. They're on a plane, and they're seeing fireworks together. They're in Australia with a kangaroo. And then Farouk is with Kristen Chenoweth getting on a parachute. Yeah. And older sister is fucking her husband again in Vegas. They're remarried. They get remarried again. They get remarried because because I guess they fixed it. (laughs) 
which is great. Somehow this movie becomes all about travel in the end. It does. It, it's, well, it's, it's an amazing race. <laughs> yeah, it's the amazing race. And there's a lot, it's just basically they were like, hey, we have this green screen studio in Van Nuys that we can use on Sunday. Yep. This is how we're going to end this movie. Yeah. So, yeah we ran out of the budget guy, with people. Just do one last Christmas game. And the black yeah. guy get gets he's with the 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 cook the cult family. Yeah, uh, he is. And I bet he's coming in her mouth. <laughs> uh, and mom and Wally are together, and then um, Liz and York get tattoos. Oh, that, that, that is edgy, edgy. They are f- what a funny arc for her because remember she didn't want to say fuck, and now she has a tattoo. Y'all, it is nighttime here now where I am. This took so long to talk about. Almost a three-hour. Oh my god, that was a a holiday. That was this was as long as a holiday. That was was double. That was double the length of the movie. (laughs) This was it. It was. (laughs) It's true. This is actually kind of though. It's like you know we're all men, and this we waited so long to do this little crossover. And this was like an explosion. We all just orgasmed together, apparently. Oh, like a cake pop. Like a cake pop. Yeah. yeah. This like was really, pop. really fun. Thank you so much for doing it. Was a joy. It was fun, guys. Hello, people was- of 90 Day Gays. Come listen to Watch What Crappens. And people yes. of Crappens, go listen to 90 Day Gays. Yes, because y'all do shows for our list. You have like, what, four or five shows every week? We, we have 45,000 shows per week. <laughs> we, Six, four, do, seven. we do two when we usually split one of them. Uh, and then Patreon shows. Yeah. Um, well, we're going to keep on doing them. And you're probably, probably 21 by now when most of you are hearing this. So happy fucking New Year. Ain't it much better than 2020? It's true. We should say for people listening to the pod, we should have said this at the beginning, but oh well. Uh, for people listening to the podcast, if you want to see a video of this, uh, it's on our Patreons here and, or it's on the Crappens Patreon. So you can join Patreon. Yeah, and your Patreon. Let's have a Patreon war. Yeah. Ooh. This would be like when uh, Lisa Left Eye Lopez challenged the other members of TLC to each release a song, and whoever charted the highest would be the winner. Oh, burn. It's true. That well, happened. we really we appreciate y'all so much, and you know you've Thanks been kind so of much, like guys. like mentors for us, and so people we all the time are like, y'all thing. should do crappins, and we're like, no, Ben and Ronnie do it the best, and you really do. So no, we love you guys thank you so much. I love you. I love being friends with you. I'm really proud of you. Everything you guys are doing out there in the world, kicking ass. Everybody loves you. Everybody's asking us all the time about you guys. So there, oh, we man. did it. All right. we did stop, it. stop saying those things. That's just. There it is. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and Kwanzaa, y'all. Dennis Whiteside, (laughs) signing off. (laughs) It just got dollared. Bye, everybody. Bye. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 